0: Thanks, Donnie, for highlighting that. We are joined now via Zoom by Chairman of, CEO of the Pedal Power Association, Neil Robinson. Neil, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us at such short notice. How are you?
1: I'm very well, and you, Amy?
0: Very well, thanks. It's good to talk to you again. Neil, I'm sure that you, the news must have greeted you with as much distress as it did me and so many others in Cape Town on Sunday morning.
1: Unfortunately, we hear about this too often, and it's happening all over the country, not just in Cape Town. Uh, the, the responsibility is on both parties, um, pedestrians as well, actually. Um, so cyclists, motor vehicle drivers, trucks, taxis, pedestrians, etc. we all hold a certain responsibility and accountability for using our, our roads. And too often the, the impetus goes on to selfishness, and we want to get what we want out of our trip, be it getting there quicker, be it experiencing speed, be it experiencing the view, or whatever it is, and incidents happen. And I think this reminds us once again as to, yes, people do get irritated by cyclists, and I completely and utterly understand it, but they're the most vulnerable out there. They will always come off second best in an accident, That's been proven time and time again and very saddening to see what's happening on our roads. It's a constant thing and we really need to do something about it.
0: Neil, I'm just thinking a little bit out of the box here, but as a former cyclist or bit of a cyclist, it's not the first time I've thought about this. It is getting close to the time of the Cape Town Cycle Tour, and cyclists are out en masse riding the route that they will be riding come the second weekend in March. Is it not possible for something to be done like, say, Chapman's Peak becomes a one-way road to traffic and one way to cyclists over the next month or something like that?
1: what a great idea uh whether it can be done i don't i don't know i don't think so um we've we we try and be as I, i guess respectful as we can as the cycling community when it comes to road usage and the beauty about the cycle tour is the roads are closed for one day a year even our events as pedal power association we don't have complete road closures it's the only day in the year you can get to ride around the Cape Peninsula on a scenic route. If you're not racing it, have coffee, have lunch, experience the beauty of of the Cape Peninsula, and that's that's the real, I guess, nub of why people enter it. Um, so to close that nine kilometres of road between Nudik and and the bottom of Chappies or Hart Bay would be problematic because you've obviously it's high tourist season as well, so people are taking the hired cars, they're taking um, walks up chappies, etc. So it would be difficult, and I wouldn't want to to promote that because it's going to cause, you know, I'm told um, stress and drama around the other road users. But I think if we can just be vigilant around that period of time. I spoke earlier about the European countries. They have this tolerance level. It's quite incredible. Um, I've seen it firsthand where you – you have these massive tour buses which go up you know, in the Alps, Lake Como, France, um, Italy, Spain, etc. They they wait for cyclists to to get into a space on the road where they can pass safely, and you you have this feeling of there's a common respect there, which I think we com- we've completely lost in South Africa. I also think it's to do with prosecutions and consequences. I think we are a very unconsequenced country when it comes to those kinds of um indiscretions mm. so i think if that happens people's behavior will be forced it's a, it's the you know the characteristic argument people's behavior will be forced to change i'm actually flying to durban next week to testify in a case where a chap was killed two years ago in in, in mitigation and these things happen all the time and then there was an incident i think a lot of people are aware of it as well in the uh, middle of December where a chap was knocked down very badly in, um, very near Simon's town. Mm. And we, we, we following that quite closely in courts. Uh, we, we, assisting with the prosecution, et cetera. But we need to bring consequences for people who are disobeying the road rules. And I'm not excusing cyclists. I can promise you that I'm the hardest when it comes to obeying the rules of the road, riding single file we constantly message our cyclists around us. And those who pull rude signs and swear at people, et cetera, there's no room for that. And I've often said to 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 motorists out there when we put out our comms, please identify what they were wearing. You know, if they've got a club kit on, you know, I'm, I'm not advocating taking a picture on your cell phone if you're the only person in the car. But if you can remember what the chap was wearing or the lady was wearing, let us know because we'll get in touch with that cycling club and we'll try and bring some form of – um uh, you know, communication around that particular transgression. So, we are willing to work with everyone. We do understand people's frustrations. We understand that some roads are very narrow. We also understand some roads have got large shoulders. So, we really need to work together. That's the bottom line. We can't, there's no divine right to use the roads in South Africa. Everyone has a right to them. We just have to be cognizant of the fact that. Some are much more vulnerable than the the other guy.
0: Neil, you you mentioned a few moments ago about consequences for motorists that flout the law, but are there consequences for cyclists that flout the law? For instance, if cyclists are riding four or five abreast, can they be fined?
1: They can. Um, The problem is to catch them, and that's why we we implore on motorists. If someone, for instance, is in the passenger seat and can take a picture with their mobile phones of the cyclists, we can try and identify them based on what they're wearing because a lot of them wear their club cycling tops and we can easily identify them from that perspective. Um, social media is a, a wonderful thing. You know, you identify someone's face and it goes around as to who that particular person was. So absolutely. Um, I'm not kind of suggesting name and shame, but we need to bring these guys to book. Because I see it myself every single time I go up that particular area. People are riding five abreast. And when you get too close to them, they, you know, they, they tend to utter them when you get too close. Yes, there is the one meter pass rule, which is legislated in the Western Cape. Uh, we're trying to get that legislated nationally. But when a cyclist is riding five or four or two abreast, you know, they, they, they're encroaching on the road space. And that's where motorists get highly upset. Unfortunately it's mostly people in lycra. Mm. When I drive to to work and I go to meetings etc during the week and I I see these commuter cyclists who are riding they generally and I'm obviously generalizing a little bit here obey the rules of the road. They don't cycle to abreast, they're in single file even if they're in a bike bus which you know two or three or four people are cycling together. They tend to obey the rules of the road it's the guys and the ladies in lycra who tend not to the guys who are cycling for recreation for sport training etc they tend to think sometimes that they that they are the the only ones on the road and they are vulnerable and the problem is road users in this country we've seen it for for not only years decades now there's a lot of road rage. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of pent up energy in this country and people take it out on the vulnerable. We've seen it a lot with crime in this country. We just have to be very, very aware of that. I mean, we tell people, especially early in the morning to cycle in groups and either to have to try, if they can possibly, to have a support vehicle behind them because it's so dangerous on the road, especially in the, in the, the, the northern part of the country, Joburg, Pretoria, etc. Yeah. So. We just need to be aware of all these things, Amy. It's it's, it's a terrible conversation, but it's a, it's a realistic one.
0: Neil, we'll have to leave it there. Thanks very much for your time. And just an apt way to end the conversation is a message that's come in from Colin, who is a cyclist, who says, until road users have respect for themselves, they'll never have respect for fellow road users. And I think that's certainly a very, very powerful point that he's made there. I will reflect the rest of your messages, and there are many of them uh, throughout the course of the morning.